I'm Jordan Lewis, and here is your new news. Don Haberger is the executive director of First Things First Alaska Foundation. He talked to News of the North along with Joanne Wallace this morning about property taxes and a new city hall. He starts the conversation by summarizing property tax in Juneau. Property tax is connected to, uh, you know, spending. And what we've seen uh, recently is that uh, large increases in our assessments, which means that uh, additional money is going out of our pockets to cover that assessment because the mill rate, um, you know, is kind of staying level um, down a few points. Um, It really hasn't gone down enough to make it a neutral uh, sum game. So it's about taxation. It's it's about uh, spending. And ultimately, it's a conversation about how we should spend uh, going into the future. Joanne Wallace joined as a concerned citizen and provide a realtor's perspective. She is from Remax of Juneau. As a realtor, what we're seeing is uh, we have 20% of the normal inventory that we have, and this is nationwide. This is not just in Juneau. But what we're seeing is um, with the really high interest rates, uh, people aren't selling unless they absolutely have to because then they have to turn around and buy something else, and it's it's hard to afford something else at these interest rates. So, yeah, the, the, it is completely a supply-demand thing, and right now we have decreased supply. And in the rental market, um, I also administer the rental... You know, the housing page on Facebook, which isn't always fun. We have over 17,000 members on that page, and it's very frustrating. Um, I've never seen so many people looking for a rental. Wallace says they have a 20% of normal inventory for homes for sale. Habiger adds this isn't a new issue for Juno. He talks about First Things First viewpoint on the new city hall. First Things First wonders if they should go into large capital projects at this time. As we know, the assembly decided to uh, spend uh, 50000 of taxpayer dollars uh, to convince us to uh, vote yes uh, in the next, well, potentially the next election. They haven't actually pulled the trigger on that. Um, but I believe they will. Um, and, uh, and so we're going to have a second bite at this apple to either say yes or no, do we want a new, uh, uh, hugely expensive city hall? Having a response to the argument that a new city hall would be more efficient. And so when you start thinking about efficiency, um, is it correct to consolidate all of our various departments or are there other management solutions out there um, that we can employ? Better mapping, for example. Let's let's suppose that uh, somebody cannot find something. Um, That was one of the claims in the reasons for this new project because they have to go to five different spaces to to conduct city business. Why can't we tell better uh, folks where those spaces are? You can listen to the full discussion on our website, KINYradio.com, under the Capital Chat section. And the Justice Department launched its Missing or Murdered Indigenous Persons Regional Outreach Program yesterday. Three Indian Country Assistant U.S. Attorneys and one MMIP Coordinator will be based in Alaska. The outreach program permanently places MMIP Assistant U.S. Attorneys, or AUSAs, and MMIP Coordinators in five designated regions across the United States, to aid in the prevention and response to missing or murdered indigenous people and provide specialized support to U.S. offices to address and combat the issues of missing or murdered indigenous persons. The Alaska U.S. Attorney's Office will receive three AUSA positions and one regional MMIP coordinator. 
These AUSAs will prosecute violations of federal criminal law that occur in Indian country and help foster and improve relationships among federal, tribal, state, and local partners. In addition, these AUSAs may participate in special district programs and initiatives designed to partner with and assist federally recognized tribes in combating emerging public safety issues. Coming up next on News of the North, Carl Yucatel, Port Director, and Matthew Sill, Port Engineer, joined Action Line from Docks and Harbors. The Montana Creek Road beyond the Hank Harmon Public Range is now open to vehicles after a temporary bridge was installed by the Alaska Department of Transportation and Public Facilities. And the Eagle Crest Ski Area is applying for a city project review and conditional use permit to develop a number of amenities. Those stories next on News of the North with Jazz Garrett. You're listening to News of the North. Carl Yucatel, Port Director, and Matthew Sell, Port Engineer, joined Action Line from Docks and Harbors yesterday. Docks and Harbors has a meeting at 5 p.m. today via Zoom and in room 224. Aurora Harbor is moving into Phase 3, Sells explains. We should be having our pre-construction, you know, we've selected a contractor by this point. Uh, Chicano Construction won the won the award. Um, we should be having a pre-construction meeting either this week or next week, which will kick off kind of the beginning of the construction work on that project. The big question mark in this, in our mind right now is when the work will take place. It's very, very dependent on supply chain and it's very dependent on the manufacturing ability of the float manufacturer in, in Washington state. So um, our plan is to have it done by Memorial Day 24. Phase three is mainly floats, but also deals with electrical and water. Phase three also includes stalls or slips for 60 foot vessels. Sells adds they are addressing a lighting issue that's been on the agenda. We have a consultant uh, Morris Engineering Group that's working on a a couple different lighting plans for the parking lot at Douglas. Uh, One of the safety concerns that's been brought to us is the just how dark it is in our parking lot. It's been a to-do list on our project list for years. So initially we're just putting two light poles um, kind of by the the two gangways there in Douglas Harbor to provide a little security lighting for the folks that are living out there and parking out there. We have also a larger plan to light the whole parking lot but that's conceptual at this point. Another lighting project in Douglas Harbor has been completed recently. And the other one is we have put a, uh, a light pole at the top of the Douglas Harbor launch ramp. Um, and one of the, the long-standing complaints that we've heard is uh, particularly in the fall and winter when people are going hunting, there are no lights anywhere near that that launch ramp. And so people are launching in the dark. They're retrieving their boats in the dark. It's not it's not particularly safe. And so we just completed the installation. We, we brought in Chatham Electric and they brought in a pole for us and in a streetlight for us. We had some help from Seacon, some conduit into the ground. So, Sells also talks about a potential Harris Harbor gate due to rising safety concerns. And one of the requests that our patrons and our board have, have made is they would like us to try out um, the installation of a security gate. We've been working on a plan to come up with something that will allow, um, you know, it'll be, it'll be open during the day, uh, secured during the night, key fob access, you know, some lights, this sort of thing. But the gist of it is, is we are pursuing securing that facility with some sort of a gate structure um, so that after uh, a certain time, I think uh, seven or eight, sometime in the evening, it will be uh, key fob access only. You'll always be able to get out, but but getting back in um, will be key fob access only. Listen to the full program on our website, kinyradio.com. 
Montana Creek Road beyond the Hank Carmen Public Range is now open to vehicles. The gate opens at 7 a.m. and closes at 9 p.m. daily. A temporary bridge over Montana Creek has been installed by the Alaska Department of Transportation and Public Facilities and is now open to pedestrian access. Eaglecrest Ski Area is applying for a city project review and conditional use permit concurrently to develop a number of amenities. A gondola with a base station, upper station, and supporting structures, a summit house warming hut, construction access roads, mountain bike trails, two upper Fish Creek bridge crossings, a picnic pavilion near Cropley Lake, and a snow tubing park. Both applications will be heard by the CBJ Planning Commission at the regular Planning Commission meeting on Tuesday, August 8th at 7 p.m. in the Assembly Chambers. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jazz Garrett for News of the North.